Welcome to the Self-Care Goddess Podcast, brought to you by me, Rita Savoya, founder of Savoya Self-Care Holistic Wellness. I'm a certified nutritionist and a holistic wellness coach for midlife women who want to rediscover their happier, sexier selves naturally without pills or side effects so that they can thrive as they age. I'm also the creator of the Savoya Self-Care Method, empowering women to nurture heart, mind, and body for transformative results. I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission to help millions of midlife women become their own health heroes. As a woman entrepreneur and a caregiver to aging parents, I fully understand the many responsibilities and generally stressful times women are living through these days, often suffering in silence, misunderstood, and putting themselves last. That's why each week I will be here for you, guiding you on your personal wellness journey, sharing expert advice from thought leaders on natural, practical, and simple solutions to help you thrive during the midlife transition. Get ready to listen to inspiring conversations about all things wellness, nutrition, mindset, mental health, fasting, hormones, menstrual cycle awareness and sinking, ancient healing strategies like meditation, mindfulness and breath work and spirituality. Every month, I will also be featuring a small to medium sized business to help spread the word on the amazing work they're doing so we can support them. And now without further ado, let's get ready to rumble. Happy listening. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Self-Care Goddess podcast with Nicole today. Taylor, I'm super excited to talk about flow states and how to actually access them to feel more motivated and fulfilled. So one topic that I'm really, really curious about and I want to know more. So I'm very excited for today's podcast. But before we move into this beautiful conversation, let's settle into this space So wherever you are, if you can just tune in with your body by following your breath, flowing in through the nose and just letting it go, maybe opening your mouth slightly and just sighing it out. Perhaps if you feel comfortable, you can lower your gaze or even close your eyes to really tune out the world and just tune in for one minute, a minute and a half here, giving your body this time to check in perhaps breathe into areas you're feeling some tension or stress today just allow your breath to flow in through the nose and then let it go and now i invite you to breathe into this beautiful organ our heart this beautiful organ that's keeping you alive Imagine the breath flowing in and out of your heart area. And as you breathe into your heart, I invite you to visualize someone that you're grateful for, living or past. And now I invite you to send them all the love, the gratitude and the appreciation for them being in your life. a nice deep inhale through the nose and let it go beautiful come back to us thank you thank you for participating in that so today we have nicole taylor 
She is a fellow nutritionist, a nutritional practitioner, instructor, and flow state practitioner. She has experience working in natural in a naturopathic and cardio cardiology clinics in both Toronto, Bristol, and Bath, England since 2016. The founder of Lovage Wellness, she counsels clients to manage anxiety through therapeutic nutrition and positive psychology flow states with online programs and one-on-one -on -one consultations. She encourages therapeutic diets and a reconnection to nature through cooking, herbal medicine, and grounding. With a background in the culinary arts, she has led cooking classes and firmly believes diets don't work, but loving what you eat does. Yes, hallelujah. <laughs> Nicole brings her enthusiasm for clinical nutrition and healing foods to teaching symptomology num number one, which is what you taught me, comparative diets and nutrition through the lifespan at the Institute of Holistic Nutrition. And she currently resides in Bath, England. So welcome, welcome, welcome. So happy to, to finally get this because this has been a long time in the making, right? So <laughs> Yes, thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, thank you. And how are you doing? How are things with you in, in England? Things are fantastic, going really well. I've got two little ones running around. Um, in the meantime, while raising those two, I've been able to work on this program um, that I put Amazing. a lot of effort and care into. So things are going really great. Awesome. That we're going to obviously hear about today. So tell us a little bit more about your journey and what's, uh, you know, what's sort of progressed through your life to get you where you are today. Hmm. So um, <laughs> I actually got into holistic nutrition. I wasn't into it in my 20s at all um, until I got really sick. I got Bell's palsy out of the blue. Just something came out of nowhere and half my face went, was paralyzed and I couldn't smile anymore. Um, I couldn't open one of my eyes and it all happened on Christmas Day. So my whole family was sat there like, Nicole, are you okay? I'm like, yeah. What's wrong? And it, it had turned out that I had Bell's palsy on Christmas Eve. And uh, what predicated that was um, quite a lot of stress. I was working in the restaurant industry. I was I had my own catering company as well. So I was um, catering uh, called La Revolta. So we were doing um, stuff on the weekends. And it's such, such a fast-paced environment that thrives on cortisol rush, um, if you've ever experienced that. Uh, so yeah, just really rushing around. I had my father-in-law coming from England. I was putting on Christmas dinner for the first time. Um, and so just, it all had piled up and my wow. face went paralyzed and that terrified me. And what the doctors had said was, oh yeah, yeah, you probably have, uh, you probably have Bill's palsy, might get better, um, take some steroids and who knows, we'll wait and see because it can be permanent as well. Wow. And they told me we think it's an autoimmune disease, but we don't really know. And, you know, good luck. Um, and, you know, anyone who, of course, women, men, we're all, we all care about what we look like, but, you know, this really frightened me. Um, so I just didn't take no for an answer. And that's when I started to look for people who said, yes, we can help you. And that was the alternative health world. And I had a thymus pump from an, um, an osteopath, a wonderful osteopath. I looked into turmeric for all these natural anti-inflammatories that I now know are really effective. But at the time, I was like, what? You take a spice? Okay, I'll do anything. Mm. Uh, so that kind of spurred me on. And then within four months I was enrolling in the Institute of Holistic Nutrition to learn more because I was just mind blown by how effective it was within three weeks. I could smile again. Wow. Um, the inflammation mm -hmm. had gone down to my, my facial nerve. 
Um, and then from then on, I just, oh, I just ate it up. Oh, <laughs> amazing. It. I'm getting goosebumps, honestly. It's such a beautiful story. I love it. How old were you? Oh, I was in my mid-20s. Wow. Just yeah. fast-paced lifestyle, you know, drinking mm-hmm. on the weekends. And, mm-hmm. you know, you think you're invincible at that age. Right. Um, yeah, really, that cortisol rush at um, during the peak of the restaurant industry, just, you know, letting it all pile on. So, yeah, it was it was very, um, and then I've experienced anxiety since then as well in in birth. So I've had um, a sensation of lockjaw. I've had uh, tightening of the chest where I feel like I can't breathe, like my my lungs are in a vice. But all these uh, symptoms in the past, so looking to heal that. Um, my partner had gone through anxiety himself. He was um, reclusive for a while because he couldn't because he was in such a state of burnout didn't even want to leave the house at one point. So this is something that's very near and dear to me. And I see it in so many people that don't even recognize it as anxiety. So this is something I care about a lot. Mm -hmm. And we'll talk a little bit about that Mm -hmm. as well. But let's first uh, talk, and she's holding a beautiful blue drink. (laughs) For our viewers, you can see that, but for our listeners, not. And it's just so, looks so yummy. I'm going to try that blue spirulina. So good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Okay. So in terms of flow state, so it's um, a lot of people are talking about it. It's kind of made a resurgence, I think. And when I think of flow states, it's being in the zone, you know, in the zone in a, in a sports sort of analogy is when you're just like, so nothing really matters. Time is standing still. That's kind of what I think about when I, um, when it, when it's about flow states, but can you, what, what is your definition? What, what, how do you define flow states? Yeah, I, I do reference the zone because that's where most people make that correlation where they may have heard of it. Um, and some people haven't, but you know, it's, I just think of it as a mental state that releases happy chemicals that brings you to a state of fulfillment, joy. For some, it's euphoria and it's extreme. It's, yeah, it's pure happiness. All these beautiful, happy chemicals are released like dopamine, serotonin, endorphins, oxytocin. All the nice feeling things. Um, but the fantastic part about it is it is a healing state as well. Nice. Okay. So reset the nervous system. Ah, so can we all access this or how does it work? We can we have, probably all have in the past. Um, so it it is um it is a state, it is a perception. It's it can be identified um from a scientific point of view via brain waves. Mm-hmm. So it's a different form of brain waves than our normal brain activity, uh, and it is a heightened state. And what happens is your automatic nervous system is activated, so both your parasympathetic and your sympathetic nervous system at the same time. It is a deep state of focus, so they call it really intense focus. Creativity just flows out of you. So that's why we they've um, researched a lot of um, jazz musicians in the past, uh, because they're often in flow. And that's one of the words that they call it is flow. Even though it doesn't sound that scientific, it is uh, a quantifiable state uh, via the brain waves, the flow state, right? It does sound a little woo-woo, which is okay. Um, but it is it is fantastic. So, I mean, I'm just interested in how we can help people be happier. Right. I mean, isn't that, uh, I believe that that is the one true state that we all deserve. Um, so it's not even an absence of depression or anxiety. I'm I'm looking to spread this feeling of fulfillment, joy, and restoration, and all those things at the same time. Um, so I think we should strive for more than just the absence of anxiety. 
I agree. I agree. So then we can all access it. And so how long does it usually last? Like, how does it work when you do, when you're in yeah, it? There's different, yeah, there's different stages of flow. Um, so for an example, someone may have been in flow if they were in a really engrossing brainstorm with a group. So group flow is one of the um, easiest ways to get into it. With When everyone is on the same level, they have the same understanding of the project, and you're free-flowing ideas and building up with each other and everyone's just intently focused on that idea. For me, I just crave that. So when I was younger, I used to be involved in film when I was in high school because I just couldn't get enough of that back and forth um, brainstorming sessions and working with others. Um, and then also there's other elements of flow. So um, for the cookers out there, the people, the chefs that love to cook, that meditative action of being hyper-focused in the moment, meditating on just one thing that requires a little bit of skill, that can be flow. But one of the most extreme versions that we see and the, the most just immediate triggering um, um, in, in, inducers of flow is extreme sports. So we're seeing a huge rise of uh, performance, that's what flow state does. It enhances performance as well. Uh, so in extreme sports, we've seen um, such a big progress in a short amount of time because these athletes are dialing into flow, using that specifically to get into the zone, basically, and to enhance their performance and do better at their skills. So let's we're talking free flying, um, free diving, uh, all kinds of things like uh, free climbing where you climb up mountains without any pulley wow. systems or any support. Oh, wow. it's, there's a book called, um, I believe it's called Superman by yes. Stephen Cotton. Mm -hmm. And it's incredible the things that they're doing. And that will send you immediately into flow. And if you're not in flow, you probably won't be able to do these extreme sports because it makes you hyper aware, hyper focused, but also um, just on another level of, of your skill set. Mm. So there's many flows. You can get into a mini flow by completing a task, by having a to-do list and completing that those tasks for the day. So knowing, having clear goals and checking them off, those are many feelings of mm, satisfaction, like the, uh, the dopamine is released when you, when you check off that list. So there are, there's, a, there's a range of flow. Okay. And so how can we access these? Um, so there's different ways of accessing it for everybody. And that's kind of what I love about my program. So we're mixing the basics of nutrition, but we're also adding something that is so bespoke. So flow state is unique to everybody. And the way to access it, the kind of um, the the ratio, it has to do with your skill set versus the challenge. Okay. So it, you have to you have to have a certain skill set. And then it has to be something that's challenging enough that is within your capabilities, but not too challenging that it causes anxiety. Mm. And if it's not challenging enough, it'll cause boredom. So it right. has to be a little bit over your comfort zone. And that's a trigger of flow. And that's there, there can be spot. any It's yeah. a sweet spot. Yeah. Oh, okay. So how do you identify that though? I guess trial and error? Um, there are a couple characteristics that I've been identified. So the father of flow, his name is Mihai chicks at Mihai, please forgive my. <laughs> I'm glad you said it because I was like, I'm not going to try to pronounce that. 
know that really long. Um, <laughs> so Mihai Csikszentmihalyi, he is the founder of Flow, and he was out to search, you know, how do we make people happy? Like, what is the science behind happiness? Which I think is a very noble cause and something I'd be interested in figuring out myself. And he just studied the brains of jazz musicians and um, high extreme elite athletes. And so he came up with a set of um, flow characteristics. So he's also the founder of positive psychology as well, mm. which is some whole straight um, straight of psychology I find really interesting. Mm-hmm. So his flow state characteristics include um, hyper focus. So you're really zo- zoned in in the zone. <laughs> um, the sense of effortless effort. So it's almost like muscle memory. Mm-hmm. where everything just feels like um, you don't have to think about it beforehand. Um, action and awareness merge. So that's kind of the same idea um, where your actions are premeditating your thoughts. Um, and it's also intrinsically rewarding. So while you're doing within the um, experience of it, the experience is what's rewarding. You do want to be able to see gratification at the end, but it's the actual experience. Um, right, the right balance between the skills, the skills and the challenge. Uh, and all these things can, can help you identify. Sometimes they say how uh, you forget your name, you, you, you lose a sense of self because you're so dialed in. And then also time can move strangely. So it can either speed up or go really slowly. So you may have experienced this possibly when you're doing something you really love. Mm-hmm. And I love this, this thought that, um, when you're doing something you really love and it makes you feel most like yourself. Mm, that's so true. Have you ever experienced that, Rita? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Definitely. Sometimes like I, I'm just going about my day and I'm like, I'm so happy. Why, why am I so happy? <laughs> like I didn't get good news or I didn't like, nothing's really that should have sparked this happiness, but it's just because I'm doing something that I love, right? Whether it's recording a podcast or putting together a program or even just walking in nature, right? Just some of my nature walks. Yeah. I just get this feeling of, of like basically releasing dopamine, serotonin, like probably all of that because I'm in that activity. So should people like aim to access this like once a day, 10 times a day? Like what, what is your recommendation? Yeah. So within our program, um, I've fitted into at least attempt or set the stage for 30 minutes every single day. Okay. And again, there's there's a scale, right? So we can have these mini flows or we can do these big extreme flows. So when I first learned about the characteristics of flow, I thought back, have I ever experienced that? And I said, yes. The first time I went on a hike in the Adirondacks, I was in like my new hiking gear. It's all very new to me. And I said, oh my God, I really, I feel like myself. Like I really feel authentically feel like myself in this moment. And it was, it was so amazing. And hiking nature is one of the, it's an extreme form of a trigger, a flow trigger. So it's recommending going for a big hike every, every day. So you can include the big ones on the weekend, once a month, whatever you can. Um, But the little ones can be something so small, like your, your little menial tasks. So something I'll do is, okay, set the timer. I'm going to wash these dishes in 10 minutes. Let's go. And I'm watching the clock and I'm like, okay, I'm almost there. I'm almost done. And you need immediate feedback, right? You need to be like, okay, the dishes are almost finished. The time is right there. I know I'm within this. And that's the immediate feedback that keeps you in the zone, that keeps you focused. So that's a little mini one. Um, What I like to recommend in the program is doing fun things like painting, 
is a great flow trigger. Um, learning a new instrument, so it's challenging your skill set. That's mm. fantastic flow. Um, you can do extreme, um, not extreme sports. You can do um, group sports. So maybe once a week you are part of a soccer team. Wow. Um, and then as a parent, I've thought, you know, how can I experience flow with my kids? Because create, setting the stage is really important and it has to do with no distractions. So kids, not that they're a distraction, they're wonderful. But um, so one might think that, oh, how am I going to focus when my kids are around? And it's quite easy get rid of your phone and be in the moment with your children and make mm. art with your children. And I found that as a really beautiful flow trigger too. Mm, I love it. This is so exciting. So cool. So that's what your program yeah. teaches is how to identify these flow moments, the triggers, right. I like the mini ones and more bigger ones. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, at least 30 minutes a day. It sounds it kind of like now that you're thinking about it, it almost sounds like, you know, when you first meet someone and you're in this like blissful love affair that you have with this person, that sounds like a flow state, right? So absolutely. Of- and it's, it's oxytocin too. Right. And the cool thing is I've actually been interested in this for a long time. So I went to art school and I studied portraiture and I didn't know what it was, but I, I was painting jazz musicians in the zone. No way. Because I found them really wow. interesting. Yeah. I was dating a jazz musician at the time, so I was dragged to all the jazz clubs. And they were really like, their faces changed. And they looked really happy. They looked like really on another level when they were jamming. And I was like, this is fascinating. So, And, and to this day, I still I still paint on drum skins. I paint musicians in the zone. Mm. And I just, I never realized it. But what I wanted for my clients when I was helping with them with anxiety I mean, there's so much you can do with herbal medicine and and nutrition, but at the end of the day, they need to feel motivated. Mm-hmm. What's more motivating than feeling happy and feeling really good? Yeah, that like you said, rightfully said, we all deserve right to experience these moments. So, just um, if you can clarify a little bit, um, I understand the whole focus, clarity, concentration. You know releasing biochemically these neural transmitters so how does that help with healing because you said it could also be something that you can use for healing so how is that related mm-hmm. this is when the light bulb went off for me so when i was going through my rabbit hole of learning about the flow states i didn't even really relate it to nutrition at the time because it just it does feel separate doesn't it it feels like okay this is a lifestyle thing that you can do yeah it makes exactly. you happy mm. But what it does is when I realize that it it releases nitric oxide. Mm, my favorite molecule. <laughs> so it, it being in that state releases nitric oxide. So the found, uh, not the founder, one of the um, researchers and writers on it, his name is Stephen Collar. Mm-hmm. And he actually healed his Lyme disease through mm-hmm. flow state. And that's how he got into it. He was immobile, completely debilitated by the disease, completely depressed, couldn't get out of bed. And his friend dragged him out of bed, brought him to the beach where, and he used to surf. And she, he, his muscles were very, like not able to really get, even get on the board. And she got him on the board and everything just clicked back in and he was able to surf. And through that, he obviously two weeks later, it took him a couple weeks to recover because it was so hard on his body, but he was getting better and better and better to the point where the disease was completely in remission by activating the flow states in surf. And surfing is a big trigger of flow mm, state as well. Of course. So that's when he got into it. And he realized that, that it is it can heal through the nitric oxide um, 
flushing our body, but it also has to do with a reset of the nervous system. Right. And so um, I don't want to make the correlation specifically without any um, backing data at the moment on um, autoimmune diseases, but what it can do is it resets the nervous system and autoimmune often has to do with um, the nervous system going, going haywire, mm-hmm. which for me, that's what happened with my Bell's palsy. Um, and the other element of it, which I'm so excited about, is there's this new meta-analysis that just came out last year, bringing all the flow state studies together and showing that it, it actually does heal burnout as well. Um, so the, the thing I love about this whole program is that we're talking about restorative self-care, all this wonderful stuff, go slow to to go fast, right? Like recharge and take care of your body. But it's not a passive recharging. It's not like go go take a bubble bath, mm-hmm. you know, just do me time. Like not everyone has time for me time, sadly. I really wish I did. I have two children, three in one, not loads of me time. But the thought that I can actually heal my body, my mental health while I'm doing the dishes, while I'm working, you know, while I'm completing my tasks at work, I find that really fascinating that um, I can reset the nervous system in that way. So it activates the parasympathetic nervous system as well and the the sympathetic. So as you know, the parasympathetic nervous system, your rest and digest is a really restorative state, but it activates just enough of that um, sympathetic to keep us laser focused, creativity is going high, right? So energy is high. So it's a little bit of both and that's how it can heal and the effects, depending on how deep or long you get into flow state, the effects can be quite long-term. So I found that when I went to a spa weekend recently, I'm like, yeah, this is all well and good. Oh, I feel wonderful. But the next day I was right back into feeling, whoa. <laughs> Whereas, uh, you know, um, diving into nature or, or really ha- like having a painting weekend or even finishing one painting, the, I find the effects to be much longer. Mm, yes it makes so much sense so are you getting um a little bit of pushback i would assume or maybe not maybe not but in terms of because it's not an actual product that you're selling it's not it's it's a concept really and you're obviously helping your clients work through these concepts and making them super bespoke to their activities and what they can do but are you getting like what are some of the let's say pushback that you're getting from clients or just in general from this from this concept Mm -hmm. It's a good question. So I haven't actually released the program yet. Okay. So I've been working with clients um, and talking about flow state with them, but I haven't released the, the, the program is released on September 12th. So we'll see the feedback. But what I've been doing with clients is requesting that they choose a flow state that right. is good for them in the day. Um, gratitude journaling is another fantastic trigger that gets you focused in the moment. Um, that that's, that could be part of your daily flow state. So mm-hmm. your 30 minute gratitude journaling or something or, or yoga, all these things can, um, can act as that trigger for you. Um, but what I am seeing is that there is a little bit of pushback at first because there's this concept of positive psychology being almost like toxic positivity. Have you heard of this? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you can't just ha- happily wish everything is is going to be great. Um, and I find that a really interesting concept because um, I don't want to dismiss any negativity or anyone's experience of feeling truly depressed or anxious. Um, because there's there should be space for all of that. 
Um, but I do find that positive psychology is absolutely powerful. It's such a mindset shift um, into growth mindset. Um, and the gratitude is life-changing, I find. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so it, it really comes down to changing the mindset and feeling like you can affect your mental health, your brain chemistry, feeling that you are empowered to do so. And I really believe that everyone isn't, everyone has that capability because the body wants to heal itself and we just have to give it the right environment. Right. Um, yeah. And so sadly, the medical community doesn't really agree with that. You need an external source of help. It's not you, it's this pill. Right. Yes. Yeah. So, so there, I, I'm fighting against that concept, which is so ingrained. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we, we now know that it's not a chemical imbalance anymore. Depre- the studies are out. Depression is not a lack of serotonin. We know, we know that now. Meta-analyses have, complete, have completely come up with that concept, but it's still pervasive that depression, anxiety has nothing to do with me. It's hereditary. It's my, bri- my brain wiring. Mm-hmm. What I want to, um, to get across is that we have the power to change. Mm-hmm. And speaking of anxiety and burnout, you were helping clients, you still are, with mm-hmm. this whole concept of adrenal fatigue, which has a lot to do with anxiety um, and mm-hmm. perhaps even depression symptoms. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, so I guess in the holistic uh, world, we call it adrenal fatigue. Um, mm-hmm. But in the scientific world, it's called HPA axis dysfunction. So hypothalamus, pituitary, adrenal axis um, dysfunction. So this is a normal adaptive response. Um, you know, when you feel stress, if you see a saber-toothed tiger, let's say our ancestors, if they were faced with a threat, they their hands would get sweaty so they could climb a tree easier. All these little triggers that happen were, were there for survival, right? It was fight or flight mode. And that's why we are here today. Uh, and it, and there's there's positive stress, right? There's great stress. Um, so we need that. But the problem is when it becomes chronic. Um, so the chronic uh, stimuli of stress, perceived stress, can have the HPA access um, m- become maladaptive, where you uh, it sets off these reactions of stress to the body, butterflies in the stomach, sweating, um, digestive dysfunction, um, all kinds of things, tingling in the extremities. Uh, it sends out these stimuli when there isn't actually a threat to the to the body. And so this chronic stress of, is really a case of our environment. This is the place that we're in right now. Um, so many people are experiencing this. Mm-hmm. Um, sadly, the, the, the body's just overwhelmed. You know, um, there's just too much. Our, our barrels are full uh, and there's just too much coming at us. So using these restorative recharging techniques, whether it be like quality sleep or accessing flow states and feeling happy and recharging in that sense, I think we all need it. And um, they just came out with another scary statistic. The CDC has said that 25% of um, anxiety has been raised 20 by 25% worldwide. Mm-hmm. That is a huge figure if you think mm-hmm. about it across the world since mm-hmm. 2020. Yeah. So we're, we're in a place where there's a lot against us, I think. And so I, I think everyone needs to, to learn how to care for their body, care for their mental health, and lower the effects of stress and tell the mind and body you're safe you're not in survival mode 
you're, you're, you're okay. You're safe and you're capable of healing. Amazing. Amazing. So in terms of reducing anxiety and reducing burnout, the flow state mm-hmm. can be a, a lifestyle protocol for, for clients, right? For people in general. Yeah. For okay. anyone. Um, so I have two, two um, stages to the program. So it's kind of for everybody, really. Um, there's several stages to adrenal fatigue, right? So there's the wired and tired phase where you're just ex- experiencing high cortisol, high energy, like go, 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 go. It's a lot of people who don't realize that their bodies are stressed, um, but maybe they're not going to the toilet frequently. Maybe they suffer from constipation and they have no issues with um, sleep because they they hit the pillow and they're out, right? That's the kind of wired and tired scenario. But then there's the burnout and this is um, a lot less frequent, but there's some people who really experience absolute shutdown Mm. Uh, where the pancreas out of bed could sleep all day long, just can't sleep enough, can't seem to get going, dragging themselves through the day, really low energy, uh, and that's the burnout phase. Uh, and that's where the studies really come through um, in the papers it, uh, linking flow states to burnout because it's very um, it's studied quite a bit burnout because it affects workers. Yes, yes. I actually just did a talk, and the numbers are just staggering in terms of the workplace how many people are um, experiencing burnout. And the thing with burnout too, Nicole, is you won't know until you're at the end of it. Because when you're going (laughs) through it, you just don't recognize it or realize you don't have that self-awareness. And then when you're just at the end of that burnout, it's just kind of too late to even do something about it. Yeah. And I think that's a good thing in in a way, because if you see yourself as, oh, I have adrenal fatigue, it can become a crutch. Right. Because I really do believe that stress has to do with our perception of stress. So if you don't think that you're in a a stressed out state, it's almost a defense mechanism. Right. So they're just like going through the motions. But I have a friend who's working a high paced, high, high paced job in marketing. um, And she gets eczema, eczema, sorry, the Canadian pronunciation. She gets eczema all the time or, or sometimes her hair feels like it's falling out. Um, and I'm like, your body is telling you you're stressed. I know you don't feel stressed, but you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's all these extreme situations that um, your body's just screaming, I, I need to slow down. Mm-hmm. We need to listen to it. For sure. Exactly. That's what I say. Like your body doesn't give you these symptoms just by random accident. Like it is a, a feedback from what's going on into mental mentally physically emotionally all of that so in terms of anxiety and burnout what lifestyle sleep of course um flow states accessing flow states can you access Mm -hmm. states while you're sleeping when you're dreaming i wonder maybe to my knowledge um but i feel like sleep is is the most restored so right i so look forward to it when i'm in bed i'm like yes thank you (laughs) yes i look forward to not having these um, (laughs) hopefully my kids will sleep through the night at one point in my life (laughs) yeah for sure for sure you'll get rid of those but so yes so lifestyle um what, what do you recommend in terms of um anxiety and addressing anxiety and burnout so it depends on where you're at on that stage. I have different recommendations for the wired and tired and the burnout people. Um, okay. Burnout, you got to be really careful with you know, just avoiding all stimulants completely. Like, oh. don't go near any stimulants at all. Um, for the wired and tired, they can usually handle stimulants. But if you're at all sensitive to caffeine, it's probably my top recommendation. Um, not everybody is sensitive, but if you struggle falling asleep or it gives you the jitters at all, or you feel a little bit of anxiety a bit after you've had coffee, 
get rid of it. It's a, that extra uh, sti um, artificial stimulant to the system that you don't need. Um, and that is the one thing I find people see immediate results from. And I've, I feel like I've like, coached people through. People have come to me just to cut coffee. Mm. I'm like, we'll do this together. I'm here with you. And it's just like <laughs> sessions I'm just talking about because it's such an emotional lifestyle link. Like it, it feels nice to have a cup of coffee, but there are lots of other um, warm, satisfying, dark drinks that we can have instead of um, caffeine. Yeah, have you tried so, yerba, yerba mate? That's highly caffeinated. Uh, but it doesn't give you the, the jitters, though, that... Uh, yeah, green tea, right? and it's so yummy. It actually tastes better than green tea, mm. in my opinion. So it's a South American yeah. yerba mate that oh. the, they usually drink through that straw and that concoction yes, that they make, yeah. right? Um, so, yeah, I, yeah. I, I switched to that. And not I love my coffee. I still have coffee and stuff. But I, I tried mm -hmm. it, and it's really good. And some of my clients have switched to that, and they don't have those jittery, same yes. feelings as caffeine. But you're right. They could be somewhere on that spectrum where they can still yeah. handle the caffeine, the stimulant. Exactly. It's not a black and white thing. I've been to the point where I accidentally had um, chocolate um, ice cream with a little bit of coffee in it, and I went haywire. Wow, like I, okay. I was so sensitive. I used to get a, yeah. an eye twitch if I had any green tea, anything, even chocolate. Yeah. Chocolate has a little bit of caffeine. Right. So I've been to I've been to a place where that was my anxiety was so bad that that really triggered it. Yeah. And then I've been to a place where I can have a coffee a day, and it depends on where you're at. Um, but and I, now I'm at a place where I can have um kombucha. I can have uh, matcha, which is really nice. Um, and releases GABA in the brain and helps sleep, L-theanine, all the good stuff. So, yeah, um, there, there's a spectrum. But so, yeah, in terms of what are some um, ways of helping with anxiety that can really help, check your your caffeine levels. And then I'd also say work on your blood sugar balancing. That's just top, yeah. top two things have an immediate effect. Mm -hmm, for sure. And how, how would you do that, approach that? I know that's huge, but... <laughs> Yeah. Again, it depends on um, your constitution. Like if you're Vata, you forget to eat. Um, you, you don't eat until you're done work in the day or you skip breakfast. Schedule in breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks. Like literally, they can be quite small. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't recommend intermittent fasting for anyone going through. Anxiety. That was going to be my next question. <laughs> so they should be eating small meals throughout the day. Just yes, especially for females. There's been some studies that show that um, as fantastic and healing that intermittent fasting can be for some people. Right. For the um, burnout phase and, and for those suffering from uh, adrenal fatigue, I would not recommend, especially if you have thyroid issues and you're a woman, not um, not ideal. So keeping an eye on your blood sugar. Mm, you want to be keeping that steady. How about uh, any yeah. particular diets, maybe like keto or Mediterranean or paleo that you re would mm. recommend for anxiety and burnout? I don't recommend any particular diets. So in my program, you can do it with, um, with vegetarian, vegan, whatever. I just focus on protein. So okay. including protein in every single meal. And then ideally starting the day with good quality protein for breakfast. So really kickstarting your day off with that energy. Um, a lot of people who are in burnout are looking for that extra energy because their cortisol should be high in the morning, but it's not. Mm. So that's something that kickstart the system. Um, so I do recommend protein at every meal and 
in terms of a specific diet, I actually don't recommend things that are extreme, um, like like as fantastic as the keto diet can be. It's a therapeutic diet for epilepsy and, and for weight loss. I don't recommend any extremes on the body. Mm, so I, I agree with that. that sure. Just, that, the program is just focused on a lot of nutrient density, you know, all the nutrients that we know we need to heal the adrenals. So your vitamin C, your magnesium, your B, your B vitamins, right? you know, yeah. iron, we're getting all that, the good nutrients. And that's where the pro what the program focuses on specifically is those really healing nutrients to heal the nervous system and lots of quality fats. Mm-hmm. Good. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Super cool. Super cool. I just find it super hard to, uh, for me, fasting works and I, I have all kinds mm-hmm. of energy and I delay my coffee to a good 90 minutes. I don't need mm-hmm. that coffee fix right away. And so yeah. just for me, the the thought of eating something early in the morning, it just no, but even it, when I go to Italy and they have the cornettos and the cappuccinos, yeah. I can't do that either. I'm like, that is way too sweet as well for me. Yeah. Like they have a pastry for it's. It's just crazy how they they go about their day and how their blood sugar is is balanced with having that shot of sugar first thing in the morning. So and coffee, and they're just going right for it. But they're more <laughs> balanced. They're going for walks after farinjito. They're going for walks after their meals. Uh, most people who say that they can't eat gluten can just enjoy pasta in Italy. Like their yep. stress levels are really lower generally. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. So they're in balance. So you're saying that fasting works for you. How it can be incredibly effective when you're in a place of balance. Right. But yes. if you're not, and you're in burnout, that's a stressor to the body. That's not necessarily needed. Exactly. And that's why it works is it can it's a stressor and it kickstarts, it revs everything up. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why it's so specialized and, really work with a practitioner because there's just so much going on that somebody needs to figure it out for you. And then you just do the work, right? Or it's just so many little moving parts that work together and it needs to be really Yes. And there's modified. a lot of advice out there. That's, yeah. It needs to be a little tweaked, right? And there's so much advice. Yeah. It's just this blanket treatments and these fad diets and you get the people who it works for are the ones talking about and raving about it because mm-hmm. it works for them. Yeah. Fantastic, but Exactly. Exactly. I tend to be um, a pretty, um, I guess, vocal advocate of ancestral diets too. It's kind of think about, wait a minute, was my great, great grandmother eating this, you know? And of course, coming here to Canada is obviously different because my great, great grandmother was in Italy, but still our system is, is used to processing certain foods, right? So what are your thoughts on ancestral diets? I love that you mentioned that it's one of my core values for my, my business. Um, that we need to connect to our ancestral diets as much as possible. There's been a disconnect. Um, I feel like our parents' generation possibly, it's it's only, you know, I don't know, 50, 60 years ago that they were incorporating herbal medicine into their life. Like my grandmother would give me chamomile tea, chamomila, and basil or a bay, bay leaf in a, in a tea for upset stomachs, you know, they, they had that ancestral knowledge and it's just feeling it's vanished. And I'm trying to reconnect with that. So part of my core mission is to really um, have people um, learn more about the ancestral diets, about um, things that have worked due to survival, right? They've worked for millennia because they had to, right? For the Mm -hmm. survival of their species. They didn't need a study to tell them what to eat. They needed their grandparents to tell them what to eat, right? Their nonni needed to tell them what to eat. So I would love to encourage... um, a, a kind of like a, a view backwards to that to that type of knowledge and it's really important to me 
that we share that knowledge with our future generations so we don't have another couple decades of losing that knowledge. So every program that sells with Foley, I'm going to give the program to a high school student as well. Amazing. I love that. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. So yes. they're connected. They learn about herbal medicine in the program. Yeah. They, they learn about, um, it, it has a lot to do with ancestral foods and quality nutrient dense mm-hmm. foods. And it just baffles me too. Like, how did they know this, that this worked? And it's just crazy. I guess trial and error and maybe instant yeah, intuition. Like, yeah. Right? Like, yeah. That's you. Just listening to your body. Exactly. Is, is, huge Mm -hmm. so intuition and yeah trial and error like they lost a lot of family members probably because they ate this and not that so (laughs) exactly so like oh we won't do that again yeah (laughs) amazing so um in terms of going back to flow states because i'm I'm still fascinated if let's say we have a listener of viewers like all right i want to do this so for sure do your mm-hmm. program, but also mm-hmm. they want to, they want to start now. Like what would be the most common sort of easy, s- simplest way to, to get into a flow state for a beginner? My favorite way of getting into it for me personally is um, putting yourself in a really beautiful place of nature because nature has this way of being so awe inspiring. Um, it, it allows you to, calm that monkey mind immediately, right? There's all these multiple streams of sensory input. So there's the sounds of the water and there's the birds and all all this is coming at you if you actually stop and listen. Um, And then visually, it's just so complex. Um, So going hiking or or putting yourself deep within um, a state like that, I find that that can be an easy trigger um, personally. And then doing something that's quite challenging. So maybe hiking an elevation you've never done before uh, so mm-hmm. when you incorporate that for me that was even like i've done painting you know cooking all these things that are challenging for me that's it was a, a pretty quick trigger mm-hmm. so if you're getting super frustrated that means the challenge is too it's too much of a challenge right so you kind of have to watch yourself too because if it's, it's yeah, too hard yeah there's a ratio and there's actually they figured it out they say you need to do something that's just 4% more challenging than what you normally can handle. How do you do a 4%? <laughs> I don't know if they figured it out. <laughs> Stephen Cotler, I'm pretty sure I heard it from him. Um, but yeah, they, they figured out this. So it's not a lot at all. It's just something a little bit outside of your comfort zone. And that's what I love about flow is that not only does it push creativity, it pushes you to be a better person and mm. you feel so gratified. For me, like if I complete something, and you see the results of your completion or in the act of it and something I'm proud of, that feeling for me lasts so long. That's why I love painting and I love cooking. It's like this long process that I love to do. And then at the end, at the end you have the results of your efforts. Yeah. Um, and so I want to share those feelings with others. I want them to experience that. So just pushing yourself. That's why you find it's like self-care that's not passive, right? Like, yeah. You know, I love the spa is passive. And so then the activity in terms of just a recommendation should be, there should be like a definite start and end point. So although maybe yes. a painting you wouldn't finish right away, you could actually go back to it. But would, would you recommend that maybe for a beginner to kind of start with a task? There's a definite beginning and end to it. It's not so much the end. It's, um, it's immediate feedback, they call it. Okay. So while you're okay. painting, okay. you see the effects of your efforts on the, on the canvas. While you're making music, you hear if it's good or bad. Right. So it's not necessarily the end. It has okay. to do with immediate feedback is um, a major characteristic of flow. 
um, and then clear definable goals. Okay. So whatever that is for you. So if you are, let's say you want to get into flow at work, what I'd recommend is shut the door, put a sign on your door saying do not disturb for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Get your phone. I recommend get your phone and put it out of the room because mm-hmm. it's such a distraction. But everyone on who's listening to this, take off all your notifications right now. You don't need it. I've just recently got off social media for five months and it was the most healing thing. I'm back though. <laughs> but I'm back to, to promote my, my program. Right, um, right. So do that, close the door, give yourself focus and then write your list for if you're at work and you want to get into flow state at work. Write your to-do list that you can achieve within that day that's maybe a little bit more than you would normally do. And then just get into it. Put on some non-lyrical music, like some lovely meditative music that you had on earlier. And then allow yourself, put yourself in the environment to enter the flow while you're working. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I often listen to <laughs> classical music when I'm creating my programs. It's just like, ooh, I feel like I'm creating my programs as I'm um, listening to the music. So that helps too. Music is really, really helpful. Yes, I love that too. It really is. For sure. Mm-hmm. These are great. Yeah. These are so great. I can talk about this forever. Um, Cause they're just so, such a fascinating. And uh, yeah, I actually, I have the book, um, Stephen Kotler and he, they also have a coaching program that I was like, hmm, maybe yes, I should do this. <laughs> it's like, no, very fascinating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's very pricey, but it is for, you know, high functioning top performers who really wanted to dive in. And it's, it's, there's a lot of studies in the business world because it's so effective. It's actually quantifiable. They see how workers are um, producing more outcome. And that's why I love the concept of to go slow, go fast, to go fast, you go slow. So it's about recharging and resetting and the, the, your efforts are the, the results of your efforts are just incredible. Mm -hmm. Um, So in the business world, yeah, there's a big, and now, I'm sure, correct me if I'm wrong, if you keep practicing this and it just becomes um, a habit, then you can access yeah. these flow states faster, quicker, and in more various ways as well. It's just like, I guess, meditation and breath work and, and yoga and all of these practices, right, that you do exactly. to help you get in the zone. Absolutely. Yeah, it might feel a bit hard at first, especially because we're so used to having our monkey mind and being in million places at once but it it really has to do with being in the now as well doesn't it yes exactly practicing that mindfulness in the moment present which is all amazing stuff right yeah awesome so what is the most common advice you tend to give your clients it's so annoying Pet coffees. <laughs> oh, really? Eh? Oh, wow. Well, because they're, okay. they're coming to me with anxiety, right? Usually, yes. they're coming to me where they're really at the end of their tether, and I want to see. I want them to see results fast. Yeah. Um, so, if you've been one of my clients, you know, I've probably told you to reduce. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go decaf if you can for a bit, um, and a lot of them do come back with um, really positive results. Um, what else do I? Most common thing that I say. Well, one is good. Eat more protein. Eat more protein. Yeah. Yeah. Either meat or vegetable, but a protein in every meal. Mm, For sure. For sure. Um, And what is the most common advice? Sorry. What is the best advice that you've ever been given that you still holds true today? And it's Mm, something you pass on to your kids. Yeah. Something that I repeat that stays in my mind. It it was actually um, a sleep training program I read for my children. And the advice was, um, have, make your word be as good as gold. Mm. And it's like a parent, it's a parenting tip. 
for children. So if you say something and you're not going to do it, you're not going to do it. And if you say you are going to do it, you better do it. So they trust you. But I think it holds true also with holding boundaries with yourself, with your family, with other people. If you believe in something and you want that to happen, you say it and you and you stick to it. Like that's make your 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 word as good as gold. Um, and it has a lot to do with just living authentically as well. Yeah, exactly. And building that integrity and trust from yeah. others and yourself too, right? Mm-hmm. And yourself. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Giving yourself because you're worthy of of fulfilling what you what you want to accomplish, right? So just yeah, yeah. believe in yourself and have your word as good as gold. I love that. That's, yeah, something it doesn't really relate to what we're talking about, but oh no, I love I love these uh, advice, best advice. I really do. They're really really cool, and sometimes they don't have nothing mm-hmm. to do with wellness, which is mm-hmm. which is cool too, right? Fine as well. But that, if you will yeah. boil it down, it all it all kind of works because it's mindset, right? So, mm-hmm. and so For what sure. is um what is the most influential book that you have read so far? Okay, so I'm spacing on his name right now. That's okay. So basically, Nicole, what we do is at the end of the season, we compile these and then we actually release it as, you know, recommended books from our guests. So that's oh, why okay. I, I, I asked this question. Yes. So it's called, the, the book that changed my perspective on food and the world, was it's called The Third Plate by Dan Barber. Mm. And for him, it's, um, he's a, an award-winning chef. He, uh, he works uh, in um, upstate New York. And he was like, how do we cook? in the culinary world at such a high level by, but also being able to um, give, give back to the earth um, um, to engage in reciprocity with the earth. How can we function at James Beard award winning level, but by also being good to our bodies and to the earth. So the third plate, fantastic. So he's a culinary master. He, he um, started this, um, this knowledge center where they're trying to revive ancestral seeds um, and to bring back old cultivars. And he's learning how to identify the nutrient value in plants that no one cares about. It's all about crops and yields and size. So he's really about how we can increase nutrient value. Um, Fantastic. Of course it, it appeals to me from the food perspective because he's in that culinary world. Um, And it really changed my mind. So I was reading this just before I went to, IHN. Um, mm-hmm. I just can't say enough about that book. Oh, beautiful. Why the third plate? What's the significance of the title? Oh, I haven't Do you read it in a while. I forget the yeah. concept. Um, Maybe it's supposed to be the, the plate for the future. For the future. Nice. Nice. I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I'm definitely going to check it out. Great. Thank you. That's a beautiful recommendation, especially for me. I'm a foodie too, and I love to cook. And yeah. so it'd be really cool. <laughs> um, all right. So, what are your top three non-negotiable self-care habits <laughs> um, three non-negotiable self-care habits i eat <laughs> <laughs> i don't know when mom told me that they're eating the scraps off their kids plate for dinner ugh, <laughs> i'm like no so that's a non-negotiable like sorry honey <laughs> i know you need to I said right now, but I'm I'm gonna eat this so I can fuel you. Yeah. So that's that's something I don't know. Fueling my body is really important to me. Um and I consider that self-care. Beautiful. Um, yes. mm-hmm. um another non-negotiable. My family would take 
my husband and I take magnesium on vacation with us. Like it's just part of our lives. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> That's the only one that comes along. It yes, is, right? Yeah. Just, uh-huh. You can notice the effects when you don't take it, and it's just lovely. Um, another non-negotiable. I would probably say just also just cooking my own food. Mm-hmm. I know not a lot of people can do that. And I, I actually understand that. But for me, being able to cook my own food is really important. Even when we go on vacation, do an Airbnb, there has to be a kitchen. I have to bring my, my knife. So the, <laughs> ability, again, the ability to fuel, to fuel my body yeah, with, with those foods is really, is really key. And, and I do respect and, of course, empathize with people that really time is, is of essence when it comes to cooking. Yes. But really, you can put a meal together in 20 minutes, like fresh. See, I learned a lot. I learned a lot becoming a mom. Mm. And I started to understand my very, very busy clients. You're like, I literally don't have a second. I, I, it really did open my eyes that you have to restructure things. Yeah. You have to make some, um, you have to make some changes like i started to buy frozen foods at one point like frozen vegetables mm-hmm. I'm like okay i need to start cutting down on the cooking because i need more time to do this and that but there are ways to eat whole foods yeah exactly meal planning becomes key right meal to kind of do that meal prepping as well for a couple of exactly. days so where there's a, a will there's a way for sure for mm-hmm. sure definitely so yes thank you so what is sort of what is your legacy what do you want to be known for <laughs> I don't know. That's a tough one. What do I want to be known for? Yeah. Um, I'm just really at the mo- I'm trying to figure out a way to bridge all these things that I love. So I love art. I love food. I love herbal medicine. I love cooking. And right now, I'm really into foraging and making ink, and then making art from that ink. Wow. And then finding herbal properties in it too. So I feel like that kind of brings everything together and really defines my loves and my interests. So maybe down the road, I'll start selling some beautifully foraged ink. Mm, um, that's really unique. Like to be known as that. <laughs> yeah, that's really unique. That's awesome. So tell us a little bit about your program and then how can people sign up for it, register and connect with you? Yeah, so the program uh, starts September 12th. Um, there will be two options for payments. So you can pay um, by installments or a one-time payment. Um, and basically, it's an educational, it, there's a mini masterclass. So there's several components to it. It's a, it's a big one. Uh, so you get um, almost two hours of masterclass. So me talking about the, fun- the fundamentals of nutrition, the physiology, physiology of anxiety and how that works in the body molecularly um flow state learning all about um the history of it how it works the characteristics how to know when it triggers and really deep diving into flow states um so you learn all that in the program you also get um 100 plus recipes um that are all therapeutic adrenal focused recipes so these are all nutrient dense um based on an ancestral diet that um, is customizable. So we've got vegan sections and vegetarian sections. So just really helping you feel motivated in the kitchen. Um, and we also have a herbal medicine um, and supplement protocol, which is unique to your symptoms. So you take a you take a questionnaire and it figures out if you're in wired or tired or if you're in burnout. And then there's a bespoke um, protocol for that. And all this stuff is brought together through resources. So there's 
uh, 20 plus resources that you can download that, you know, here's a daily checklist and here are the things I need in my kitchen to get started. If I'm going to really start, this is all new to me. Um, so there's lots of um, PDFs and images that help to make it all really um, easily accessible. So mm-hmm. put a lot of effort into it. And the whole thing, every time I mention um, a, a health statement is backed by a study. So the whole thing is, is credible and science backed. Amazing. It sounds really exciting. I'm really excited for you. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Any last words or anything that we sort of missed and you wanted to touch upon that you want to wrap up the the podcast with, or we pretty much covered. I'm I'm so grateful you gave me a minute to talk about flow states because it's all I think about and it's all I talk about. So yeah, to give me a minute and and to, to talk about to it with someone who's interested in as well has been delightful. Awesome. Thank you so much. Oh, sorry. Where can people connect with you? What's the best way? Your website and uh, Instagram? Yeah. yeah. My website um, is lovagewellness.com. And you can also check out my Instagram. Um, again, it's new. This program's just launching. Um, but so I would love followers at the moment. Um, lovage underscore wellness is my Instagram handle. Okay, amazing. We'll definitely share some love and connect with you. Thank you so much, Nicole. It's been such a pleasure. I'm loving the direction that you're taking all of your love and passions and and uh, hobbies. I love it. I love it. Love it. I love following your journey too. And it's just you're just such an inspiration for for all of us women, mothers, and to do what you're doing and finding the time to do what you love. So thank you, thank you for taking the time and making the space for my community. I so appreciate you too. Thank you, Rita. <laughs> Have a beautiful day. Ciao. You too. Bye. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking part of your day and sharing it with me by listening to this amazing podcast episode. I would also like to thank our sponsors, St. Lucian Seamoss. Check them out and get some awesome Seamoss at www.stlucianseamoss.co. If you enjoyed this podcast and it was helpful, please share it with your loved ones or a friend and check out SavoyaSelfCare.com for more amazing wellness tips. Please also leave us a rating now on Apple Podcasts. Take a screenshot and send it to info at SavoyaSelfCare.com. We will reply with a gift as a grateful thank you. If you want to upgrade your healthy living and take it to the next level, be sure to join us next week. And remember, self-care is not selfish, it's self-love. Ciao for now.